Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. And away we go. Let's get ready to smoke weed. This is Ungayo Bilam. You're listening to Rolling with Ungayo. Uh, surprise. Right here on CannabisRadio.com, on your iTunes, on your Stitcher, maybe on your Spotify, wherever you are. Today is the 25th of June. I think it's my mom's birthday. It's either today or tomorrow. i got to check on that. And right now I'm sitting in the parking lot somewhere near downtown Auburn, California. I'm next to the liquor outlet and the party maker and uh, somebody's Pistol Pete's sports pub and bar thing. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, dessert first. We'll do dessert first, and then we'll get into Salt Lake City, which we have things to talk about. Um, last week was hella hot, so I had a lot of ice cream. Well, when I say a lot, I mean two different kinds. I generally don't eat a lot of ice cream because it's full of sugar, uh, and I'm trying to save my sugar for cookies. But it was crazy hot, so I had I had, I had a variety. Uh, Talenti had a sale. Uh, if you haven't had the Talenti ice cream, you're missing out. You got to do it. It's delicious. Um, I had the raspberry cheesecake, which was very raspberry cheesecakey. Um, although the raspberry could have been slightly raspy, raspberry, or maybe more, just more raspberry swirl in my raspberry cheesecake ice cream swirl. And then I had a Belgian chocolate, which was a light chocolate. It had a little caramel hint to it the thing about the talenti ice cream that people really like is that it's very it's a very rich uh dense well it's, it's soft but it's not um yeah that's 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 the way to do it it's rich and very creamy i feel like they use high quality ingredients to create a high quality ice cream then i also i tried to find an it's it if you're not from the san francisco bay area or california you may not know what an it's it is they're kind of regional, although I have seen them as far east as New Mexico. And what they do is they take ice cream. Um, you can get a variety. There's there's uh, vanilla was the original. So the original It's It is vanilla ice cream, two oatmeal cookies, and then they dip it in a thin layer of chocolate, right? So they have a little crispy chocolate on the outside, and you get a nice cookie, and then the vanilla ice cream. Uh, but, of course, you know, you can't just do one thing anymore, so you have to have a variety of flavors. So they also have mint which people love. I used to love mint chip ice cream. And then uh, around 20 years ago or so, I just felt it fell out of favor. I just don't appreciate it like I used to. Um, and then they also have a coffee ice cream. It's it. And in the fall, they have a strawberry. I've seen a strawberry too. And then in the fall, uh, because Starbucks rules the world, you can also find a pumpkin ice cream. It's it, which is actually pretty good. It could use a little more nutmeg, but, couldn't we all? So I had that. Um, I also found the bean pie, man. I know we talked about bean pies uh, just a couple, three weeks hey, ago. This- and this time, my brother and I were playing golf on a crazy hot day because he's a savage. And uh, the bean pie man out of L.A. just happened to be up in Sacramento delivering bean pies. Um, it's a very old school, you know, the bean pies is black Muslim thing and the black Muslims aren't as prevalent as they used to be. So you can't, it used to be 
wherever you would in the hood, you'd see some young brother with a pink box and a, and a bow tie trying to sell you bean pies. And it's not like that anymore. So, but the bean pie man was there. He had his little bean pie van. Brother Ansar Muhammad uh, out of Fresno, but he delivers from L.A. to uh, to, to the Bay Area and all the way up to Sacramento. So we bought a big bean pie, and his bean pie was one of the best bean pies I've had in a long time, actually. I almost took it with me to Salt Lake, but instead I decided uh, to leave it in the fridge so that I didn't just eat bean pie all the way to Salt Lake. And that's where I was the past couple of days. I've been in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, I hadn't been there in forever, so it was good to be back. Now, i got to say I was a little worried heading up there like i said i hadn't really hung out in salt lake um for more than like three or four hours or enough time to pee and to drive to denver uh in a good 15 20 25 years but i was up there at the wise guys comedy club run by keith Stubbs, whom i've known for a million years uh he's an og og comic like if you think i've been in comedy a long time because i started in 1988 he will uh <laughs> I think he'd already been in the game five or six years before I started. So he's like an OG, OG. Uh, but it's nice. I really like it when former comedians buy comedy clubs generally because they know how to treat the comics, right? So you get treated nice. The staff is good to you. They know what comics like. It's just it's just a really good deal. So we had a good time. I was there with Brian Pesain, uh old roommate, good friend. Sorry, I just dropped the phone because I'm sitting here rolling a joint in the car. I'm rolling up some green candy from Space Monkey, the last of it. Uh, and, but I wasn't really worried about hanging out in Salt Lake. I was really worried about the drive to Salt Lake because, you know, once you get out of California and now Nevada, because weed is legal in Nevada now, Salt Lake City has a reputation for uh, being a little conservative. You know, and maybe not as much as they used to be. Like I said, I remember back in the day when you couldn't get a mixed drink, right? Like if you ordered a screwdriver, they'd give you an orange juice and an airplane bottle of vodka. But that all changed after the Olympics, right? Because you, you can't have international visitors and tell them that they have to. Here's the thing, right? So I wasn't really worried about driving through California and Nevada with a small amount of marijuana. I didn't bring a bunch. I'm only going to be there in a day and a half. And since I'm heading to Salt Lake City, I wasn't trying to carry like, an ounce and a half or whatever, but I actually looked it up online and, uh, uh, according to weebyhigh.com, which is a pretty good resource. If you, uh, need to know about marijuana in areas you haven't been to before, um, they tell you where to go buy weed, which they recommended some park in, in Utah. I'm not really the type of guy who's going to go, uh, buy drug, buying drugs from strangers just seems like a way to get ripped off. I think I did it one time in my, earlier formative years, like in my mid twenties and I get ripped, I got ripped off surprise. So don't, don't buy drugs from strangers. You guys, uh, the dark web is that's your thing. I, I have some friends who buy drugs off the dark web all the time and they have like a drug testing kit. So they make sure they get the thing, but I don't, I don't fuck with it. Only buy drugs from people you know and trust. That would be my advice. But we be high.com. Let me know that, uh, in Utah, any amount of marijuana is an arrestable defense. Although if you have under an ounce, it's like a $100 fine, and it's a misdemeanor, and cops have discretion to arrest you or not. Um, but since we were in Salt Lake, the odds of being arrested for smoking weed in a biggish city, they have a pro basketball team, aren't, uh, 
aren't, you know, the odds are in your favor. So we actually stood outside the club after every show and smoked a joint or two or three. And let me say this. I was pleasantly surprised about the quality of the marijuana in Utah because I didn't realize. And here's the thing that people forget. Is uh, Utah is like a it's like a hub, right? It's it's in the middle of things. It's between Colorado is not very far away. Oregon uh, shares um, damn near a border. Eastern Oregon is full of Mormons, by the way. You probably didn't know that. Uh, Col- uh, California and Nevada are right there. And when, if you go south, there's New Mexico and Arizona. So there's a lot of legal marijuana and medical marijuana states surrounding Utah. So the beauty of it was cats had weed from all over. Usually I'm the only guy who's showing up with weed from a different state, right? If I'm in Texas, I'm like, man, I got some California. Oh, this is some, some from Washington, and here's some shit from Oregon. Or if I'm in California, I'm like, man, I just got back from Oregon. Here's the best shit I could find. So when we were in Utah, we smoked. Uh, somebody handed me a joint, or Durban Poison, which was just delicious. My homie Spence had a joint of this thing called Fog, which was pretty heavy. Um, I didn't get a chance to look up the genetics on that yet, but I'm sure I will one day. Who knows? Uh, my homeboy O'Brien came by with, he didn't know what it was called, but it tasted like a granddaddy purple. It had a super purple grape flavor, almost too sweet, almost like a commercial joint. If you know those joints made by, uh, what are those guys called caviar or whatever? So it tasted kind of like that, but not, not too much. Like, but it was a very, very, very good, strong, powerful, uh, uh, weed. I enjoyed, I enjoyed all of those. It was great. I, I was really very happy with it. I went, golfing i got a nine holes of golf at the at the glendale golf course and uh, got paired up with apparently the only two other two black people on the golf course i don't know if they did that on purpose or if it was just random fortuitousness uh with uh, some cats out of uh, originally from detroit been living in in salt lake city 30 40 years and we smoked a joint right there in salt lake city on the golf course boy how times have changed we had a great time salt lake city is i think it looks better in the winter time most definitely. It looks okay at night. They do have good sunsets. They're right uh, up against the Wasatch Mountains. And so everywhere you look, you see mountains, right? So when you come across 80, uh, if you're heading out of Nevada on the 80 east, after you get out of Wendover, you're out in the Great Salt Flats, right? That's uh, right next to the Bonneville Speed Flats, I think what they call them, Bonneville Racetrack, right? Where they, break, uh, where they broke the sound barrier. If you remember the Blue Flame which is not what happens when you hold a match to your ass and fart. It was the name of one of the first cars to ever break the sound barrier, which is 650-something miles an hour in a car. That's crazy. I get nervous when I'm doing 80. So uh, so you drive past the salt flats, past all the salt uh, companies, right? Just big piles, mounds, mounds of salt. Salt piles as high as a building crazy uh and then you drive all around it and then you get into salt lake and you see the mountains and there we are we'll talk more about salt lake city and what we ate and uh who we chopped it up with in just a few moments when we get back right here on cannabisradio.com rolling with ungayo rolling with ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors so stay right here 
This is Bobby Black, host of Blazin', here to talk to you about 420 Science. I've known Matt and Gary from 420 Science for over a decade. We've spent a lot of time together at the Cannabis Cups in Amsterdam, the Doobie Awards in their hometown of Austin. They were even at my wedding. And I've always admired their integrity and how they've built 420 Science from the ground up to become the most trusted online head shop. Visit 420science.com slash podcast for an exclusive deal on pipes and more from genuine people who put their customers first. That's 420science.com slash podcast. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. <coughs> We're back. And apparently, this uh, space monkey white zombie. I said it was Green Ribbon. It's not Green Ribbon. Green Ribbon is this other weed. Also grown by Space Monkey. I'm smoking the white zombie in honor. And now I have the hiccups in honor of my homie Brian Pasane, big metalhead, who invited me out to Salt Lake City to kick it with him for a couple days. So. I got in Friday. I got a late start Friday morning. I left at like 7 in the morning. I drove straight through. 10-hour drive, 600 miles. But you can drive pretty fast. Although I'm just so way more nervous than I used to be, man. I don't really have a reason for it. Anger and uneasiness than anything else, right? Uh, You probably heard that they acquitted Philando Castile's murderer, right? The police officer who shot uh, a black man in, in Minneapolis after the guy told him he was armed, had a permit, right? Was pulled over for bullshit. Surprise. Uh, and the cop got acquitted of manslaughter. Manslaughter. If you kill somebody by accident, that's the definition of manslaughter, right? It's not murder. It's not first degree murder. It's not second degree murder. It's not third degree murder. It's manslaughter. You should be punished for that no matter what. You killed a dude. You killed a dude who didn't have to die. You killed a cat for no reason. You need to be punished. This is how America is supposed to work. But if you're a cop and you go, well, he was black and I was afraid. Oh, well, then it's okay. Because apparently uh, if you're afraid of black people, it's okay to shoot them, which is funny because if black people acted like that, she. So it just, you know, I I'm older. I don't get hassled by the cops like I used to. Um, but it's still a drag. It still makes you nervous, right? You, there's there are virtually not very many cops on on the uh, the interstates between Sacramento, between like Reno and 
Salt Lake City because it's it's vast and it's bleak and there's not really much to do. I mean, you can stop in Battle Mountain, I guess, and play some golf, which I did on the way back, which was really nice. I saw a bunch of rabbits. Uh, but it's still an unreasonable thing because now when I get pulled over, I got to worry like, well, is this guy just going to panic and shoot me? Right. I told you about the time in Williams, California, where, uh, somebody saw my pipe in my pocket and assumed that I had a gun and called the cops on me. Right. So when he pulls me over, he walks up to me with his hand on his, on his pistol. I'm like, well, what the fuck? And he's like, well, I got to search you. Somebody said you got a gun. Well, one, we're in Williams, California. I, if, even if I did have a gun. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who has one, right? So whatever. Uh, Two, it's just bullshit. And what if he panics? What if I'm reaching for my license and he decides that, well, somebody said he had a gun and uh, I thought he was reaching for his gun, so I had to shoot him. You know, and these are the things. And these, it's just, it's designed to instill fear, right? They want you to walk around afraid. Uh, And I'm not afraid, but I am nervous. I believe it was the prophet George Clinton who said, I don't mean to come on strong, but I am concerned. That's from the song Biological Speculation from Funkadelic. I think you should uh, listen to it. It's a, it's a George Clinton gets short shrift on the power of his lyrics sometimes, especially in his early work with Funkadelic, F-U-N-K-A-D-E-L-I-C. If you like funk and psychedelics, they're kind of right up your alley. If that makes sense. So we're in Salt Lake City. I digress for a moment. Uh, I made it. And, you know, here's the thing that I forgot. I wasn't driving all the way across Utah, too, right? I'm just driving from Wendover to Salt Lake City, which is 120 miles. And the beauty of it is you can go, the speed limit is 80 miles an hour. So you don't even have to rush to go fast. You don't have to break the law to make good time, man. I have no problem. Some people... You know, it's kind of funny because I often think, like, well, why can't we make the speed limit 80 miles an hour on Highway 5 in California? And then I realize it's because somebody's going to do 90. Somebody's going to do 95 because Californians are different, right? They were not law-abiding, good, upstanding Mormon citizens. We're Californians. We're kind of outlaws and hippies and radicals and crazy redneck preppers. Uh, so you can't you can't say, well, we're going to raise the speed limit to 80 because then everybody's going to drive at 90, 95 miles an hour. But in, in Utah, if you say the speed limit's 80, everybody does like 80. I think I did 82 for a stretch one time uh, just so I could see around this truck. Um, so it's not really there's not really nothing to worry about. I saw somebody get pulled over on the other side of the road, but it wasn't me. And uh, they looked white, so I'm sure they're fine. So we're in Salt Lake City. Uh, I went to the the thrift store. If you like the thrift, man, Salt Lake City is a good spot. The Mormons have a, um, they're called the Deseret, D-E-S-E-R-E-T. And their thrift stores are like Goodwill or Salvation Army uh, run by the Mormons. And there's a bunch of them in Salt Lake City because it's the headquarters. And so I had a couple spots for that. Then I went and played some golf. And then me and Brian went to Moochie's Meatballs where neither of us got the meatballs. He got the Philly cheesesteak, which was pretty good. And then I got the pastrami uh, and Swiss with their own special sauce. And I did not know what that, and I asked her like, well, what's in your own special sauce? Because that could be freaky or kinky or delicious. It's it's sometimes hard to tell. And so, uh, and she didn't know, or she wouldn't tell me, but I just went for it. I didn't say, well, I just want pastrami and Swiss and throw some onions on. 
maybe some mushrooms. I just said, well, all right, fuck it, we'll try it. Although I didn't say fuck it, because I tried to be polite. And uh, it was like a, a jalapeno mayonnaise sauce thing, and it detracted a little bit. I liked the concept of the jalapeno on my pastrami and Swiss, but I thought the sauce itself was too goopy, and 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 it didn't it, it didn't advance the cause of the pastrami and Swiss, right? Because if you're having a pastrami and Swiss, you want the rich fattiness of the pastrami and the juiciness of the hot meat. You heard what I said. The juiciness of the hot meat to go against the tang. <laughs> right? Hot meat and tang. The tang of the Swiss cheese, right? Hot meat and a tangy Swiss creates a synergy. A synergy. And if you... If you mess it up by throwing in some weird mayonnaise ranch jalapeno sauce, uh, I mean, but the sandwich was still good. I ate the whole sandwich. It was a good sandwich. It just wasn't what I was looking for in terms of pastrami and Swiss. All right. So I think that I've rambled on long enough about that. We'll talk about some other things in a minute. We'll be back in just a couple minutes right here on Rolling with Ungai. Rolling with Ungai needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. National Cannabis Industry Association presents the fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th to the 14th at the Oakland Marriott City Center in Oakland, California. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Meet industry leaders over three days of informative sessions and visit hundreds of vendors along the more than 80,000 square feet of sold-out expo floor. Hear from over 100 thought leaders headlined by feature keynote speaker, former president of Mexico, Vicente Fox. Join us at the epicenter of the cannabis movement sponsored by the industry's only National Trade Association, the fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th through the 14th. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Rollin' with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Three, two, one, go. Rollin' with Ungayo, right here on CannabisRadio.com. We're going to thank Cannabis Radio. Listen to everybody on Cannabis Radio. Listen to Tommy Chong. Listen to Vivian McPeak. Listen to all those guys. Uh, you know, 
support our sponsors, right? They support us. We support them. We're going to thank Saturn Ranch, as always, for being the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas. Don't get it twisted. We thank uh, Chameleon Glass for hooking me up all the time. We thank Firesale.com. It's F-I-R-E-X-S-A-L-E. Use the code UNGAIO420 and get extra bonus type shit things. It would, uh, they just launched in Boulder, but they're going to be all over everywhere soon. So sign up for the beta as soon as you can. Fire X sale. It's a, it's like a map. It's a, an app map. It's a map app to get your dubs, for, your dabs for cheap, right? It tells you where to get a good deal on quality marijuana, no matter where you are, which is perfect for people on the go. So that's all of our sponsors, Saturn Ranch, Chameleon Glass, Fire Sale. Uh, check out my new, my homie, uh, Mark's got a new Instagram, Green Shock, Green Shock Farms. He's the guy who grows the purple candy cane, which is one of my favorite strains of all time. And he gives you like step-by-step things and he's taking you around the farm. It's really, really cool. Follow me on all the social medias, NGAIO420. That's on the Snapchat, which I'm going to start doing more of. Apparently it's very popular. Instagram and Twitter. Don't look for me on Periscope because I don't really use it. Um, I'm at my friend's limit on Facebook, but you can always follow me because I keep everything public. And if enough people follow me on the fan page, maybe I'll start doing shit with that too. Okay. Gigs coming up, uh, July 7th, I'm going to be in San Francisco at 1040 Larkin July 10th. You can see me in Sacramento at a secret show. Um, just look around, you'll figure it out. It's on 17. You'll figure it out. July 12th through the 14th at the Crawfest in the middle of Oregon. Crawfest, Jacob Crawford's birthday party just outside of Bend, Oregon. Always a blast. It's a hoot nanny. Did I tell you about the car, right? They have a car and people get drunk and then you just smash the car, right? It's crazy. It's a great time. And then there's bands and there's music, there's weed, there's puppies uh, just outside of Bend, Oregon. The Hempfests are coming up August 19th. 19th through the 21st or 18th through the 20th, one of that, something like that. And then the, I'm going to watch the, uh, the eclipse of the, the total eclipse of the sun. I'm going to watch the total eclipse of the sun somewhere outside of Salem or somewhere inside of Salem in the Salem area. If you're going to be in the Salem area, send me a message and maybe we can sit and watch the eclipse together to take a few hours. I really think that's just about all I have to say. You guys, I'm saying, Go to Utah, go to Salt Lake City, kick it. I mean, maybe you want to avoid other parts of Utah. Somebody was telling me about a place in southern Utah, not Provo, Moab, maybe, where there's actually a restaurant called the Sister Wives Cafe. And he was going down there to shoot a documentary on some things. And so they had set up a camera outside the Sister Wives Cafe, and they're just they're just taking B-roll. They're not trying to interview anybody or anything. They're taking B-roll. This is uh, my boy Marcus, who was uh, the opening act, the wise guys. Um, so they're taking B-roll and people are driving by, kind of give them the side eye. And then all of a sudden there was a big commotion off to the side and he turned over to look. And then some kid hopped out of a car and ran and grabbed the camera and ran off. Right. So I don't know if they're like trying to gank that kid. So we're just going to steal your camera. So, but here's the thing though, right? If you are a super Christian, Right. You follow the not just the Bible, but the Book of Mormon, which has even more rules and things. 
uh, isn't one of the big rules thou shalt not steal, right? And I think it would be interesting maybe if the camera disappeared and they got it back, but all the information was gone. But no, they didn't get the camera back. You're not going to chase a young, wiry Mormon kid. They're faster than crackheads. They play ward ball. <laughs> they go hard out there. Look it up. Look up ward ball. I'm not telling you. All right. So that's it. As always, we thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, if you want to send me money, you can send it to my PayPal, ngaio420 at yahoo.com. Hey, why not? Do, do it up, right? Do it up. Well, I'll, I'll buy you weed next time I see you. Um, go to cdbaby.com and spotify.com to listen to me and to buy these things. And that's it. I'm going to thank Rick for being a super patient and awesome producer. And I'm going to thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Rolling with the Giants. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.